It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. G.I. G.G.S. No. Roderick. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you have? I respect your opinions. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. Yes, guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of Rodri Giggs on football. We are here to talk all things football, from Champions League to Championship, and there is plenty to discuss. Let's quickly give that a share. Make sure you share the link, give it a like, all that good stuff helps us out a lot. Spread the word, as it were. Um, just as we wait for the late comers, let's do the old... Uh, the football prediction, super super sex prediction league, raising some money for charity, and uh, it was an interesting week. After Rodri had a flyer last week, um, we had a high scoring round this week with an impressive twenty points from Gavin Crawford coming out on top. I yeah, wasn't far points. behind. I was not far behind on fifteen points, but old Rodders had a stinker. Is measly six points means I've extended my lead 
to 29 points. There's only two rounds left now for him to... Uh, yeah, is that all there is? Two rounds to go, mate. Uh, before we crown the overall champions, dish out some cash prizes. It's going to be good. Next round, Saturday, 3 o'clock. We will do our predictions at the end of tonight's show. But uh, let's introduce the man himself. He may have had a bad week in Super 6 predictions, but he will always give... Brutally honest opinions on football. No, no, flying no, no. golf, though. Golf's Next flying at the minute. We'll have to start a golf podcast just so you, uh, <laughs> you know, you can catch up. And a ex Salford City winger, Bangor City, Aberystwyth Town, FC United. It's been around the block, Mister Rodri Giggs. How are you, my friend? You good? Must stick Mosley in there as well. I did win two leagues there, so there we go. Success. Yeah, good mate. Next year for the prediction league, mate. I'm sure next year will be the one. I reckon. I'll just have a, like a reminder put on so I don't miss any, so I don't give you, you know, any advantage. We don't want no excuses. We don't do excuses. Gotta live with it. Gotta live with it, mate. No, wait until the end. We'd still think I'm having a stinker in the FPL. I'm the bottom of all the league. I'm having a stinker this week, this, this, uh, this year with stuff like that. FPL, I mean, I'm like about 200 behind. I've had an absolute Reggie Blink. I've been um, fighting. Look, I think I'm 40 back behind someone, so <laughs> keep going. I've been using Betmate, I have, um, which is uh, like, so you have like games, so like, I don't know, like Madrid, um, Man City last night, and you have to pick like a, I think it's a six-a-side or a seven-a-side team from between the two teams. And some subs, and then you get points for each. You have a captain, and that it's quite good. It's good fun. I've won a few. Bet mate, won a few quid with it. There's like cash, like so. You have like a little league for each game. Interesting, interest with my mate Paddy, I think. So, uh, see, but uh, yeah, as I said, my uncle Paddy, uncle Paddy. Yeah, you don't want to, don't want to upset him, do you? That's that's he's the man, good old Paddy, right. It's been a, an interesting week in football, mate. This feels like there's loads to discuss. Um, we'll start with the Champions League, mate. It's obviously the biggest competition around. Um, the Milan one uh, on Tuesday, I feel like that went pretty much as as it seemed like it was going to go. It's slightly low. Didn't take their chances today early no. on. If they'd, no. uh, if they'd got one... Yeah. But then I felt like that with Madrid. I felt like Madrid yesterday, if they'd got one in that second half, I did feel like City might panic. Yeah, but but uh, it, it, I thought Inzaghi managed it well. Um, yeah. Brought on late, did, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I was I was impressed with Inter. And I've seen a few what people... Play, what, play, what a play he was, by the way. Filippo Inzaghi. Yes, right. mate. What a player he was. Proper goal What did Fergie say about him? Um, he was born offside or something. Born offside, yeah. Yeah, he was always offside, yeah. Just offside like 10. It must be proper annoying, but scored some goals. But the thing is with those strikers, like they were like offside 10 times, but they'd always, they would always be one or two in the game, which would, yep. they'd be right on the brink and they'd get you a couple of goals. And that's it. Isn't it? And I think, um, the thing which impressed me about Inter was how solid they looked defensively, other than the initial 20 minutes. After they, after they weathered that storm, I thought they just looked so solid, organised. And then on the other hand, 
AC Milan, mate, looked all over the place at the back. Mm. So, yeah, it's we'll need that. We'll need that in the final because City were on fire last night. There's your segue. And look, it's mate. I know, like um, people are saying, you know, the Inter got no chance. I think, if anything, a chance in one game. Champions but, League for, for if you look bad, mate. Yeah, at home at minute, I think. That's why I think United might have a little chance because it's at Wembley. Uh, but at home, they're up there. Because that crowd, you know, I've worked with two lads who, who went last night and, you know, they've been, one's 53 and one's 58. And they say it's the best I've ever seen it last night. It was bouncing, so. Yeah, yeah. the um, do you know, that that's the loudest I've heard it since... There was a United game where I think they won. Was it six one? Was that at the Etihad? Yeah. yeah, it was definitely loud. There was some 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 tickets, but people have got some free tickets anyway. You know, enjoyed a good night. Hundred percent, mate. And look, uh, Madrid. I thought actually got their tactics wrong. Um, I will never it understand. Well, it doesn't matter what about the tactics. You can have the tactics out the all you want. You can't go have the ball. I do get that, but like you can't play Modric, who's thirty eight, and. Cruz, who's 33 or 34 against that city midfield, they just yep. haven't got the legs. And then yep. you've got 20 year old Camavinga playing at left back out of position. He's the best CDM in the world outside of probably Rodri, maybe Casemiro. But like Camavinga is the net, he's going to be the best CDM in the world for years to come. He's absolute quality. And even, even the I think he played about 15 minutes in midfield before he went off after they scored the third goal. And then um, he straight away, Madrid started to break up play more. They got on the ball more. They were they were pinching it before it was getting into the forwards. And I just couldn't understand the logic of playing him at left back. But there's rumours in the Spanish press that if they sign Bellingham, they're also trying to sign um, Alfonso Davis, who's a left back playing in Germany. That they might sell Camavinga. He's twenty, mate, and they like he's only been there two seasons. He's won everything. If they'll be, Real Madrid don't get rid of the best players at twenty, mate. That's just rubbish. And Jude right. Bellingham, he celebrated saying he's staying here. I don't know. I get why people think. Oh, he's he just told you when he scored what he's doing. Mm. It's interesting. Isn't it? We'll talk about Jude Bellingham. He's not going anywhere. I don't. I think he'll go. I. I don't think he stays at oh, all. I mean, he might. I mean, he might stay for one more season. I suppose, but I don't see it. Well, how? What? How impressed were you with City last night? Because I thought like that was as good a performance yeah, as I, I can really remember. Impressed. I was sick, so I turned it off. Yeah. As soon as it got to like two 0 like, this is a joke. So I turned it off and watched the Middlesbrough and Coventry. But oh, yeah, you could be just, our championship just, correspondent this evening then, because I just, didn't want to. They're just unplayable. Just um yeah. Yes, yeah, they were uh, superb in that first yeah. half. It was just against Real Madrid, the European champions, just absolutely dismantled them at home four 0 Yeah, and like you looked at those there's some experienced players in that Madrid side and they looked lost. They just looked like there was no shadows all game, mate. Interchanging yeah. the, the the passing. Yeah, it's just yeah. Finishers cancelled out by Kyle White. Kyle Walker two deck two games on the run. Yeah, you know, it's just yeah. Uh, Benzema not really have a sniff. Well, John, John, Stone, John Stones again. 
unbelievable. So it's funny, isn't it? Benzema, like as good as he is and as good as his record is, he has got a he has got a stinker in him. Like he, I remember, oh, a you years ago. He's got, you got to have service, mate. And yeah, yeah, they well, they couldn't even get on the ball, could they? they that was yeah, the thing. They're fighting on scraps. I, I, I do think tactically Madrid got it wrong, but I even think even if they'd got it right, I would question how much they'd have been able to do anything against. The way City played in the first half was so good that I don't think anyone could live with them. I just don't think any football team at, the, at this moment in time could stay with them. I don't... I, I you Obviously, you didn't do the show last week, but um, I had a bit of a rant about the BT coverage, more so for the... Italian all Italian semi final because they the BT coverage of the Serie A is exceptional. It's really really good. They have great pundits on there who specialize in the Italian league and know the players, know all the you know the ins and outs of it. The commentary is good, and then you have an all all Italian Champions League semi final, and they've got Steven Gerrard on there. And like, and you're just thinking, come on, and like Steve McManaman, who's not my favorite commentator to say the least. But like they had him on Tuesday and Wednesday for both semi-finals, and I just thought you've got a team of people who know what they're talking about when it comes to Italian football. Because all they did in the first leg, they were a bit better like this week. But in the first leg, all they said is, "Oh, Edan Dzeko, former Premier League striker, former Man City striker. Oh, Damian, he used to play for Man United. That was all they. That's all they gave, and it was uh, embarrassing. But." Um, yeah, I was a bit upset, with, not upset, but like a bit disappointed with that because they got some good guys on there. Steve McManaman's pants. Um, what do you make? You of... Say again. You finished another little mini rant there as well. Oh, I know, mate. I get old and I so I just go off yeah. on. One. What do, Sorry, go on. What do you do? What do you make of um, the criticisms which I've seen? I because obviously it was the the coverage of it is like. Man City are going to finally do it. They're going to do the treble. They're going to do this. But there's been quite a bit of criticism from fans of other clubs, not just Manchester United, but other clubs today on social media and radio and stuff, kind of saying, well, hang on a minute. They've got 115 charges of financial irregularities. Would Pep be able to go do it like Mourinho did at Porto or somewhere where he didn't have money to spend? And kind of almost biting back at the loving a little bit. Where do you stand on that? Like, because for me, yes, they've spent a lot of money, but a performance like that, like, is exceptional. So I don't think you can take away from that. What, what do you mean? So people are basically like saying that, you know, they've bought it, they've cheated. Well, well not, financial doping, well, the rest of it. That's clearly they have, but. All the teams that win the league, you know, when United were winning the league, you know, they were spending 30 million on Rooney, 30 million on Real Ferdinand. So, yeah, but there was no no accusations of no, 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 there wasn't, no, there wasn't, and and that still needs to be to be looked at. But you know, could Pep Guardiola do what Jose Mourinho did? No, no. Mm. Short and curlies of it. No, he couldn't. Yes, he's an unbelievable coach with very, very, very good players. Could he do what Sam Allardyce, Sam Allardyce has done? Probably not. Yeah. But um, can Sam Allardyce do what uh, Pep Guardiola can do? Probably not. So, you know, is it is, it, is it, there's levels 
when Sam Allardyce said he, he got enough probably knowledge, he probably has. But um, to to. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. To get that kind of quality out of the players that Pep Guardiola's come because when he come in, no one, oh, he won't be able to play that way, and you know, look like a real on a real roll right at the right time as well. You know, just yeah, after just, Christmas, just started getting going, and then you know February, March, April, May, Championship rounds, and you see him just turn the screw, and Arsenal couldn't deal with it. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about Arsenal in a minute. Um... Oh, uh, Gaz, Gaz sent um, Gaz sent a uh, a question in. From, he sent it to me earlier because he's watching West Ham in the Europa League now. But um, he said, um, as a United fan who were looking for United looking for striker in the summer, would you take Ivan Tony on the cheap, or would you try and sign? What did he? Say? I can't, let me see what he said. Um, would you? Would Rodri take Harry Kane as the main signing, and then? A cut price, Ivan Tony, because he's banned until January, as a basically an, an early January signing. Yes. Yes. Even though he can he can't train till September or whatever it is. It's a no brainer, isn't it? Come on, sorry. come on. No, I'm just I'm asking the question. Like it, I think he um, can't train. He can't go. He can't do his own training. Yeah, well, and then even so, much like he, can't, he can't money do... think he's got enough money in his bank to get a personal trainer. Yeah, and do stuff. And the thing is, he can train. He like he he can't play till January. I think it's the sixteenth, but he can train with his whichever whoever his club is from September the seventeenth. So he's got like essentially a massive long preseason to get ready. And the thing yeah. is, he's when he comes back, I think he'll only have about a year or eighteen months left on his contract. So I think any club who's looking for a striker, if they've if you've got as long as you've got the money to buy two strikers, whoever you are, if you're looking for a striker, I think if you can get him for 20, 25 million, that's an absolute steal. I really do. I think it's he'd be a bargain. Yeah, no. he's, oh yeah, I do as well. But he's would you proven get him for in that? the Premier League, isn't he? And would you get him for that though? Well, he's going to be. He's only going to have a year left on his contract by the time he comes yeah, back. No, yeah. When these big clubs could start calling, he could yeah, play. I mean, he could play their bluff though and say, "Okay, we're well, going to stay here to another twelve months and go for free." Yeah. So, yeah, he could force a move. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, he's. I think it's a no-brainer if 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 you can get him, particularly if you can get him relatively. Even I, to, to be honest, mate, I would pay thirty, forty million for him, even even though he's banned, because I think. He guarantees you sort of twenty-five goals if you're a top top half Premier League side because he's done it at Brentford, you know, at sort of top ten, top twelve. So I think it's a no-brainer. Um, well, Newcastle four-one. Well, that's a that is a result and a half when you consider, and that moves us on actually to what I was going to say about next. Arsenal folded on Sunday against Brighton in a big way. 
um, any hope of the Premier League title was gone. In Look, Brighton, I was so impressed with Brighton against Arsenal the other day. I've been impressed with them all season. But against Arsenal, I thought they particularly turned up similar to how they played in the two games versus United, three games versus United this season. But um, it goes to show that they're not, you know, the way that they set up is not, you know, like unplayable. It's just certain teams do seem to struggle with that, with this, their style of play. Um, Newcastle got a couple of like first half goals today and they've kind of put them to bed. Premier League top four races looking interesting. Before we discuss that, where do you stand on the Arsenal bottled it from the position they were in? Do you still say that they didn't bottle it? They were just beaten by the better team, or because of the position they were in, should they, you know, could they be regarded as a bottle in the league? Um, I, th- I think you've got to look at, you no, know, not be too harsh here. So you got to be realistic and look at them where they were last year, and yes, they were in a, in a very, very good position, and this only bowled well from. In years, in years to come, with with experience of this now, so if they get in, it's totally different kind of pressure when you've got to win every week. It's 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 it's, it's different, and uh, they've obviously not experienced that. They have now, but you know when when there's a, when there's a monster like City up behind you, every game, boom, three points, boom, three points, but it's like four nil, three nil, five one, and you're like not getting a break in and. You know, you're playing against good teams like Brighton. Uh, they dropped points. I think they were, when when they went to Liverpool, they were two 0 up. From there, you know, the West Ham, Southampton. You know, these are points that you you can't really drop, um, and they did. So ultimately, they didn't bottle it because you know they've done remarkably well. They come second, and they were, where were they yes yes last year? Six, fifth, six. Yeah. Yeah, so but then I don't your expectation at the start of the season is not the same, is it, when you're ten points clear or whatever they were. Like your expectation changes. At one point. Well that's what I mean, but your expectations change, don't you? Don't they? As the season Yeah, yeah, they they do and they'll be disappointed, but you know, realistically, no. No, the players will think that we could have won that. No doubt about it. It'll live with them forever that they drop points when they were two 0 up against Liverpool, up against West Ham, up against Southampton. These are put there's you know there's what there's nine points. Yeah, the, the crucial crucial points in the running when you can't drop points, and then against Brighton, where it was a it was a, it was a bad bad performance. It was bad poor. performance, and Brighton just was no mercy and dismantled them at home and, and ended it for him. And and this is the thing is next year there's there's no guarantees that you can just build on whatever and I would include United in this oh, no, Newcastle yeah, in this yeah. there's no guarantees that you can just go right we finished second this league this year couple of signings and we'll just build on that because Liverpool are going to be better Chelsea are going to be better Tottenham might be better you got your Brightons and your Villas and your Fulhams and who, who that you know who just seem to be sort of there or thereabouts Newcastle can spend when they want to spend. Man City can will bring in a couple of players. United, who knows what's going on with the sale and, and things like that. But they they 
there was an article this week in I think it was the Athletic saying that they have got like a good two hundred odd million to spend plus whatever they bring in from sales. So I mean, all of those teams are going to be better next year. So Arsenal have got to make sure that the signings they bring in are the right type of players, the right quality of players. Well, maybe Arteta wants Rice and Casado. Well, that's interesting because I think Thomas Partey's fallen off a cliff in the in the running. Like I've been impressed with Odegaard. I've been really impressed with Xhaka because I haven't always been his biggest fan. I think. Lieber. And yeah, Partey's not been been been, been great. And, and like I say, they've missed Saliba the last five six weeks. Yeah. So I think they probably need a centre back, don't they? To Jesus was out for a big part of that, uh, even though Eddie. Uh, Eddie, what was his surname? Nick, uh, Nikataya. Yeah, Nikataya. He was. Uh, he did well. I thought Trossard was a good signing from um, off the bench as well. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good signing. Like well, first half of the season, mate. Zaha, there's talk of Zaha going there as well. I think that would be a good move. Move for yeah. Zaha. I, I really do. Um, it's interesting though because I had people telling me at the first half of the season that Thomas Party was better than Casemiro. No, and no, when no. when it's really no, really no, when no, it's no, come no, to no. like the crunch. No, 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 no. If, even if you don't say that the Arsenal team has bottled it, like he looks like a player who the pressure got too much for him because he his performance is completely. Oh, there might be other things in, in in the background going on. Yeah, maybe there is. Um, on to United, mate. It's been a. I'm I'm not even a United fan, mate, and I'm sick of hearing about the bloody sale. It's been dragging on and on and on. And just as it seemed like it was kind of, you know, pittering out towards Sir Jim Radcliffe was going to buy the football club, then there was uh, stories that the Qataris have come back in with a big bid. You must be sick of it, mate, surely. Just want to get it done. Yeah, mate, just put the six bill down, just buy it. Come on. You're talking, you know, it's what's up, what's a billion, what's a billion between billionaires? Um, yeah, I think it's just, just everything seems to drag with Man United, you know, Ronaldo, it's it's, it's everything, isn't it? Over the years, just get get it done, just get it done. It's a glazer thing, mate. Even hear about it, show which there is, boom, sign, boom, done. Whoa, where did that come from? Instead, it's uh. And it's dragged out. It's so boring, infuriating, mate, isn't it? But yeah. uh, I it's think um the absolutely. It, I just can't understand why a Manchester United fan claims that he's going to buy the club and keep Blazers in. Yeah. And what part yeah. of his mind does he does he think that is going to the, the the Manchester United fans are going to accept that? It's just yeah. going to be like no. Right, we'll keep protesting. Yeah, you'll come in and spend five and a half billion, but no one will be happy at the club. Well, one of the criticisms or one of the concerns around Jim Ratcliffe's bid is that he hasn't got the funds to kind of, you know, to to buy the club 100% as the Qataris have offered the deal. But then when you look at Ineos, you know, they're like a $60 billion company or whatever. And like it, it... but him as a person, I think, hasn't got the personal wealth to buy the club as a whole. But it's like bringing the retaining the Glazers in any fashion starts it off in a bad on a really bad footing. And I know that people will say, 
or they won't have any, you know, they won't have any say in the day-to-day running of it. And but they're still going to be there for three years, getting paid. And I think that is a bad taste for United fans because that's the whole reason why people are fed up with the Glazers because they've milked the club dry and they're only selling it now because they can't milk it anymore. That's the only reason. If they were able to still take out two hundred million a year in dividends and stuff, they'd still be doing it. Yeah, they wouldn't be selling it. So it's like, no, mate, it's, I don't need to hear it. I've been on the norm. It's um, but well, on to more positive news then for you as a United fan. Let's cheer you up a bit. Um, there's been strong rumours in Italy that uh, Napoli defender Kim Kim Min Jai is uh, on the brink of signing for United. He's got a release clause which is only applicable in July, first two weeks of June or July. Um, he's looked exceptional in the Champions League, I've got to say, for Napoli. I haven't seen a great deal of him in the league, but I have watched him in the Champions League, and he looks he looks the real deal. Um, big, strong. He's the, got the highest... Like, he's made the most amount of passes for a defender in the whole of the Italian league, which I think tells you a lot about like his passing ability and stuff like that. Do you think... Maguire out, him in is a good move. Yes, yes, for all parties. But reading between the lines, I won't mention any names, but someone that spoke to him, and yeah, he's you know he's mentally he's probably struggling a bit. Yeah, uh, I could understand that, mate. I could. Um, probably just wants a fresh new start. Uh, he wants to play football. He's at that age where now he should be playing football. You know, he's, yes, he's had a bad couple of years, but he's still a good player in there. So, and you never want to see someone who, you know, unhappy like he is. But you know, it's it's what comes with being Manchester United captain, eighty million pound. You know, unfortunately, that's what comes with it, and he probably knows that. So, yeah, it's just a uh, yeah, him out and him in would be a, a very good. Acquisition. No, I think we've still got Bay in the books as well. Yeah, Phil Jones right, comes right. to the end of his Phil Jones comes to the end of his contract. So there's three centre halves on, on, on big wages. So yeah. Yeah, it's um it's one of them mates. Like for Harry Maguire, I actually think if he goes to West Ham, for instance, which I think David Moyes will fancy him. He was linked with West Ham in January, they had a bid turned down. I think that's a great move for him because what he need, he he needs to be defending his box, not playing a high line on the halfway line, trying to play off sides and picking the ball up in his six yard box off the of goal kicks and stuff. That that's not going to help Harry Maguire, the footballer, mm. and that's the way United are trying to play this year or want to play this year. Whereas West Ham will defend their box; they'll clear their lines pretty directly from goal kicks and things like that. And I think you'll see a different player. And suddenly... a number of teams queuing up for Aaron Maguire. Still, England centre half. He's still a very good player. But like you say, if you're going to play that high line, you know it's. Yeah. Tell you, do you know who I think really needs a centre uh, centre back a bit, maybe a bit higher than uh, than West Ham is Tottenham. Yeah, Tottenham, just are, Spurs, Tottenham yeah, are crying out for a, a good leader like a centre half. They could do a lot worse than him. Like I'm not his biggest fan. I don't think it would get found. Found it would get found out. It's not the right place for him. 
Yeah, I, I, I West, tend West to think would be, West, West Ham is the ideal. West Ham would be perfect. Who else? Uh, David Moyes is the perfect as well. Uh, not, not in, Nottingham Forest. Brentford. Uh, Brentford. There's, lo- there's loads of teams, mate. Even Newcastle. Who's the Newcastle centre-back pairings off the top of your head? Do you know? No. Shola and someone else. I tell you, do you know who's on centre backs? Do you know who's uh, impressed me this year? Is um, Lewis Dunk playing for Brighton? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you if you'd asked me before this season about Lewis Dunk, I'd have compared him to a Harry Maguire. You know, yeah. a big, big boy. Um, but he's, you know, he's got a bit old of pace school centre back. But he's at, he's shown that he's a good footballer, mate. This year for Brighton, like Gary, Gary Palace, though, they're set to be quick. You know, heads Six everything. Foot five. And he can pass. So, and he's mobile. And once he gets going, mm. uh, uh, Sven Botman is the other centre back at Newcastle. Um, so yeah, I would, I would argue that. Right, it's on the. Like, I just brought up the team from tonight. Right, Sven, yeah. Sven Botman and Shah are the centre backs Shah, tonight. Yeah. So I mean, I would argue that how Maguire is an upgrade on probably those two. Possibly, yeah. maybe, maybe I don't know. I have probably haven't watched enough of them to say for definite, but it's an interesting one because I do think there's a player in there for the right team. So, for instance, if you say he went to Brighton, I think he would struggle, and I think that would be like one of the worst moves he could possibly make. Whereas, I think if he went to a West Ham, a Newcastle, someone like that, I think he could do quite well. I think he's still Brighton would be a good fit for him. I think they played. I think they played too too much of a pressing game and, and too high a line. I really think that you might have. I just the same, think you need to fresh start, mate. Fresh I just think you might have the same issues. Different same issues. Like yeah, I, I I get what you mean. A fresh start. We didn't have any problems in the first two years, mate. We played the high line. It, it's just you know positionally, John Terry didn't. Have, he wasn't the quickest. It's all about positioning. I yeah, I guess it depends on who your partner is as well. Time of it makes one mistake. You know, the crowd, oh, you need a crowd. You know, it's a different kind of pressure. You were seeing Jaden Sancho, what's happened to him? You know, teams come, players come there, and mm. it's different. I see Jaden Sancho is an interesting one to me, see, right? Because I see so much criticism for him online. I think, I don't think he's had an amazing season for United since he came from his break. I think he's been okay, but I think that he is doing. Other than he probably hasn't scored enough goals, I think he is doing what Ten Hag wants him or expects him to do, which is look after the ball. Um, he's not gonna, he's never gonna, he's never gonna beat the fullback. You got why? Because he, he's he, that's not the player he is. He's a passer, and then he wants his fullback to overlap him. He's not. He's not going to do a lot. Ganacho does, or what Anthony does. He's not that type of winger, and I just think. People get a bit confused about what well, you need to add more to your game then. Because yeah, oh, I, 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 I can accept that. Come on, made an inside run, inside run, boom, goal. And it's a weird one coming in because he's not slow. So I do think he runs. So he's got to get it in his game. He's got to yeah. think more and add more to his game because going yeah, to I... 18 or 19 year old just come on in two, four minutes and scored a goal to make yeah. an inside run. And I think Anthony's done way more than Sancho's done this year. Anthony does them runs as well, inside, going in to, for, to be the last man. And but Sancho doesn't. 
if you compare Anthony to when he first came in, first couple of months of his United career to now, he goes inside and outside. Whereas at the start, he was just, he would cut inside on his left all the time. Now he goes on the outside, not all the time, but well, maybe one. The manager, you, you mix it up. Yeah, you've got to add it to your game, haven't you? Predictable. Goals so, up. Yeah, like, I accept that. Because you, you, you become predictable. I know that as a winger, you've got to mix it up. You can't do, can't do one thing and then keep doing it. You just, you just, you get nowhere. You've yeah. got to, no first thing you do is, I'm going to try this, and then I'm going to do this next. And get them thinking. And that's how you, otherwise, yes. just end up just, just, just have you over all game. Is there an argument for Sancho that he needs a, a proper centre forward up there to play off? Possibly, yeah. Possibly. No, I, I've got to say, mate, I think Sancho has got one season. I think if he if he has a shit season next year, he's gone. Like Possibly. I think he's playing for his career next year. Possibly, because he's got an actual breathing down his neck. Yeah. He's got uh, a kid from Sunderland who's going to come back, breathing down his neck. Yeah. He's got Anthony. Uh, Palistri looks good. Rashford's going to be on the left if they Rashford, sign a striker. Oh, and they're going to buy striker, no doubt. They're going to definitely buy a striker, possibly a defender as well. Do you reckon there's any chance that Sancho gets sold in the summer? when they're, If they've got a raise, like, so a big part of their their budget will be gone on, a, say, a Harry Kane, 100 million gone. If they can, so get, they a better player, players on. They can get a better player, because they are rich in them positions. Yeah, They've got two players for each position. They've got, they can play Anthony on the on the on the right, they can play Palistri on the right, they can play Ganache on the they can all play at different positions. Yeah. Rashford, Ganache, uh, Rashford. Anthony. We've got four. Do they need five? If you can I bring think Palistri probably goes on loan, doesn't it? Bring in Harry Kane, um Cell Sancho, and that covers Harry Kane or covers some of Harry Kane. And then you get the kid from Napoli and Possibly a Yeah, I think um, I think there's. I would say McTomney. I think will go simply because with McTomney, if they sell him for 40, 50 million, that, that's where I would go. Right, come on, come on, West Ham. Here's McTomney. What we're getting off for well, Declan Rice? We'll give you seventy mil. There's McTomney. Cheers. Come on. It's interesting, isn't it? Because Newcastle want McTomney, and they said I think they were going to pay like forty or fifty or whatever, but. The thing, what the difference with McTominay to say um, a Martial or a Maguire is that fifty million goes on the financial fair play straight away because he's a homegrown player. So I think McTominay should they need to get him out early doors to bring in that money to to build. But the there's a lot of the players that are going to be leaving. Alanga, they might get a few quid for Alanga. No, Brandon Williams, they'll get five million for him. Yeah, talking ten. Dean Henderson uh, get twenty five for him. I surely. Dean Henderson. Um, Marshall, possibly Wambasaka. Um, you could you could argue, even though I think he's done enough to to to, to have another year. Him and Dallow have worked well. Uh, Luke Shaw, Malasia needs to do more, even though he's been only been a year. Um, yeah, so there's a, there's a lots lots of Fred, Fred. You know, is the time come? You could get probably more than if you say money for bats for Fred, 40, 50 million. So, yeah, there's players there who I think. Players there who identify. He would have already done that. 
this they all be down. This is why this 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 takeover needs to hurry up. It's funny, isn't it, though, because the the um, the biggest criticism of United in the transfer market over the last couple of years has been the the speed at which they work these transfers always leaves them scrambling late in the window. But by all accounts, everyone was like stressing about, oh, the sale hasn't gone through, so we're not going to be able to make those sign-ins, blah, 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 blah. You see that all over social media. But if you believe these reports in Italy, that Kim Ming-Jai is pretty much tied up. And they've so they've done that already. They're already talking to Rabio as a free. So they are maybe, doing what they can. Maybe Richard Arnold now, you know, this is his, I think this is his first... After Ed Woodward, first full pre season, so yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it's different things now, and we'll, and we'll see it this year. That, uh, 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 no, for the next thing we'll know, interest in the player, boom, then we've signed him, not drag it out for like a month. Mm. I think Rabio oh. is, is a great free, free, free transfer for someone. Um, yeah. he's a quality yeah. player, interesting though, mate. Um, what did he do a bit, so did he keep him? Did he, yeah. What do you think, um, in terms of Declan Rice, who you mentioned just now, where do you see him going? Because he seems to be linked with Arsenal, Liverpool, United, constantly. Arsenal or Manchester United? Trying to think where he fits, because if you look at Arsenal, Arsenal have got a pretty set midfield. You You stick him next to Casemiro. Oh yeah, I, I I kind of agree, but I just I look at it and I think like if I look at the Arsenal midfield, they've got the three, and then they've got um they've got Partey who's been on the bench recently. You've got United, they've got Ericsson, they've got Casemiro, they've got Bruno. They need to get rid of Fred and McTomney, and then that frees up two spaces, I suppose. Um so what you put Declan Rice ahead of Ericsson? Hmm. You need, you, need, you need better players in your squad. Well, you, need, you need a squad, I suppose. You need but then... in, the squad. in the Champions League, you're playing twice a week, Champions yeah. League. So you need this is what this is what you need to do to compete with United. You need that quality on to come off the bench. And I this think is... Liverpool would have been in for a shout with him if they were well, if they can get in the Champions League somehow. I think because they, they're desperate for to bring the age down of their squad. So I think he'd be a good signing for them to come in for a Henderson or whoever else they've got, like aging. So it's interesting that one, Declan Rice, because the other thing is the price of him. I don't think Liverpool will want to spend a hundred million on Declan well, I mean, Rice. He's got an asset with McTominay. I think he's yeah, I mean, fifty million off, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, and I mean you could even add the um, McGuire. Live in Newcastle or London. Mm. Yeah, I mean Newcastle, yeah. mm, London, freezing your tits off in Newcastle. But they could also oh, like living at large in the Chelsea. <laughs> Newcastle no, could like, triple doing. his wages, couldn't they? I, I know. I don't give a shit. I'd rather be, better. Yeah, better way of life, and, and no disrespect to Newcastle because Newcastle is a nice city and some nice places, but it's not the big smoke. Do you know? Um, I mean, Maguire as well. If, if West Ham want Maguire, you could offer him as a deal, I suppose. If, if they could get creative with some of these players. And again, you can offer him to West Ham. Is Ali Maguire and McTominay? 
week. Let's have Declan Rice in his 30 mil. Boom. Yeah. And I think that's maybe what they what United should be if they were clever, well, should what, do. That's what, that's what I'd be doing. I'd be like on the phone saying, right, what can we do? Be creative. Right, uh, is David Moore staying? Yeah, he's staying, right. Davey, what do you reckon? Do you want a week of tip And Maguire, Fred, McTomney. You know, you got, it's all wheeling and dealing. Ma- Martial. You know, there's all these players, isn't it? Martial um, would be, be a great fit for West Ham. I think he'll go to Tottenham, I do, as part of the Harry Kane deal. Yeah, I always see him but Tottenham. I just think he suits that weak mentality of Spurs. Uh, no, I couldn't help myself, sorry. Couldn't help myself. Very good, good player, but... Yeah, you know, he's just made a glass. Soft. And soft. Made a glass. Right then, my championship expert taught me through the uh, Coventry-Middlesbrough game yesterday. I was I only like, watched the last half hour, and, you know, Coventry you know, played very, very well. You know, there's only uh, one, one team that they've not scored against all season there, and that was Burnley. So... Good effort to go there and win one nil. Well, I would say the start of the season because they were struggling, struggling at the bottom. Both of them were, in fact. And so, well, Coventry yeah, were rooted to the bottom, weren't they? Eric, he'd done a very good job just to fall the last hurdle. But you know, he'll be a better manager, a better coach, for it, and I'm sure they'll come back better and stronger next year and try and you know get promoted uh, right off the bat. Yeah, I was. Um... Like on paper, when I looked at it, I think I said to you that Sunderland were the form team going into it, but also Coventry were in very similar form. You said Coventry. You said Coventry. Didn't you? Oh, I right. Said, yeah, that was I it. I said Luton. Yeah, yeah. You said um, Sunderland. Yeah. I, no, I said Sunderland was the form team, and I thought they would make the playoffs. Right. Um, but then, I just said Middlesbrough. Two, two wow. in before, on a text message saying, oh, I felt Ted Luton as well. Literally, I did, no, no, I said Luton would get. Well, no, you only picked one. Tell you why, Luton. I said Luton because Luton, I said, have got the experience of the last couple of years of being in the playoffs. No, so I felt like what? that would serve a shit hole of the ground. <laughs> I was there. Proper, proper I went there, there right? that, isn't it? I got a story. I shouldn't really tell this story. Go I'm not going to tell the story, but I went there. Uh, I went there. I think I might have told actually when I've been to Luton, but I went there in. Oh, it was probably 80 summit and it was a shit all then and it's exactly the same exactly the same how are they going to get in the premier league how does that work yeah isn't there like regulations with the grounds i'm pretty and stuff? sure that they've got to do something if they do get promoted common should be fine because then the reaction aren't they or whatever it's yeah. called now the real yeah but um I've been to Coventry's old ground, Highfield Road, I think it was called. Yeah. Um, Gordon Strachan days. But, um, nah, it's uh, funny, isn't it? Different next year, Coventry City and Luton Town. One of them's in the Premier League. But Luton Town would be a great effort they are. Yeah, they've missed out the last couple of seasons just at the final hurdle. So you'd think maybe that experience that we talked about, Arsenal players getting the experience this year. Of being in the race, Luton fell at the final hurdle, I think, last year or semi final, and they came close the year before. So I think they've got that. Well, Coventry, have they? Yeah, sorry, Conley, what do you say then? Um, and then I, I just think Coventry have just they've just been in the second half of this season, they've just been 
in such yeah, a good role. Like, actually, you fought, fought Middlesbrough with, but they, well, one of them had to do it because they both Middlesbrough fans tailed off a little bit, didn't they? Yeah, they had their wobble at the worst possible time, didn't they? Whereby, like in the running, and they kind of limped over the line a little bit towards the end. Whereas the other teams in the playoffs all were in pretty good form. Um, but I think Michael Carrick has done an absolutely wicked job. Like he's been so impressive for to come in there as his first job, know exactly who he wanted straight away, and to, to play the football they played. And it shows you it when Ali Gonzalesko was there. So, you know, he's a bad coach. He's a Kieran McKenna's been promoted, and you know Michael Carrick's done a fantastic job at the championship. Ollie yeah, Gonzalez he definitely, definitely had good coaches around. Him, didn't he did a bad job. Didn't you think about it. Well, yeah, I mean, look at look at Frank Lampard. Him and Solskjaer took over Man United and Chelsea around the same time. Even Jared. Frank Lampard is having one of the worst seasons a Premier League manager's ever had with his two stints at Everton and Chelsea. Um, Gerard the same. Like, you know, they get, they get excused because of who they are, unfortunately, by the, uh, the media and the pundits, as it were. Um, who do you fancy then, Coventry or Luton? I've got to stick with me, me Sky Blues, Anna. Sky Blues, mate. I think it's a Sky Blue year as well, by the looks of it. I like um, I do like I like Dabo, mate, who plays for um, Coventry. I think he's a quality player, and uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I don't know where. Like I said, I I just got a feeling with Luton. It's kicking off in the in the stadium. What in the West Ham game? Yeah, it's kicking off in the stand. Something's going on in the stand. Hmm. That'll be a chef Wednesday making a comeback in the uh, League One playoff. Really. They were four nil down from the first leg. They're now three nil up, but it's an injury time, so oh. they need one more goal, one more goal in injury time. That's to take a, I, I, um, that's who I've been sure I've told you this before. That's who they're them boots that when you're apprentice footballer, you get given two players' boots. Darren mm. Law was my player that's clean his boots, can massive, big, fucking size 12. Mm. What's that's um. It. What's Dan? What's Dan Ferguson like, mate? Yeah, he's alright. He's, he's alright. He's had a fairly successful lower league uh, managerial yeah, career. He's got many a promotion. Week, last week, or he's always gone back to Peter. He's just had a good relationship, with it, I suppose. Just goes up and down with him, doesn't so, he? Yeah, and this is a good result. You know, beating them four 0 yeah, if they can hold on. Just to lose out as well, because they, they were flying. They did a really good season, Sheffield Wednesday, haven't they? Yeah, they, they had a really good end to the season as well. Um, Sheffield Wednesday got a free kick just inside the Peter Braff with about a minute to go. So we'll see uh, if they can grab a last well, minute. They, they, I'm on 96 minutes now, mate. Yeah, you are. And the keeper's got hold of it. And the keeper's just got hold of it. Yeah, Sheffield Wednesday will fly at the end of the season. I mean, if you look at the form of the top three in the League One in the last five games, they were all just win, 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 win. So it was really tight. 96, 98 and 101 points. Um, really high standard there. 
like Bolton will be chomping at the bit, mate, to try and get get to that uh, player final versus Barnsley as well. Um, I like I'm not Bolton. Bolton I know is up your way, isn't it? But like I live in Bolton. You're on the ball. Yeah. So <laughs> would you like to see him back in the in the in the uh, League One? Uh, uh, sorry, back in the Championship. Don't really care. No. Don't wow. care. Oh, no, no Don't want to see Premier League football in your own hometown. In your hometown. Shocking. I dwell here. You dwell. dwell um, so is that game's over now? Is it? The Sheffield Wednesday one. No, still going. Ninety seventh minute, and there's a throw in, and the geezer's wiping the towel down. And here we go. Long throw in. Here we, head up. Oh, oh! Cleared it. Oh, it's going back in. There can't be much left, is it? Oh my god! Oh, they scored! Oh Shut my up. god! They scored! No, they scored! No lying now. Oh my god! Four 0 mate. It's He's clipped it back in, and the geezer's edited it back, and there's a melee in there, and he's and he's and they've kicked it in. Unbelievable! They're four nil down. Yeah, on the ninety seventh minute on on thirty two seconds. Jesus Christ! So, how much were they supposed to be playing injury time? What Six was the minutes. board? Six. So they went a minute over as well. That's a minute more, thirty seconds over. A bit and, annoying, that, and Aaron Ferguson is going sick. I bet he's absolutely livid. He's going sick. Fergie times like that. Fucking <laughs> hell, mate. 4 0 oh, down. So, so it's a long throw in. They've got a. The geezer's cleared it and miss kicked it to the end of, edge of the box. No. And he's put it to the back stick. He's headed it back. Oh, good goal. Good goal. I'll tell you what, mate. I bet you Hillsbury's bouncing. But there's a guy there, the number nine, who got it on the edge of the six-yard box and basically toe-bunged it to the end of the box and he could have cleared it. He could have just finished the game, but he's missed it and kicked it to the kid on the end of the, end of the box. No way, P- no way Peter Brett come back from like an extra time now. 4 yeah, nil up. You have some you have some corners if you do. But yeah. you, wouldn't, you wouldn't bet on it now, would you? We're, we're talking, we're giving... The pitcher is there to Sheffield Wednesday and they go and score. Fuck, you know, 4-0. Now, we are that. now on 99 minutes and the game's still going. Jesus Christ. What did you say to me before we started, mate? The last thing you said to me before we started the show tonight, you went, football is a funny game, isn't it? That was the last thing you said to me before we started and there you go. 98th minute equaliser to come back from four down. Well, Unbelievable. Oh, Let's, oh, there you go, he's just blowing the whistle. They kicked right. off and he blew the whistle. I bet you Ferguson will be absolutely tamping. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oh, my God. I'm watch he's that. gone. Watch he's that. gone. Gonna... We're finishing, what, 10 minutes? Yeah, we're going now. Um, all right. Sweet. Right in. Let's have a look. Uh, let's do our predictions, mates, for next week. 
squad for the weekend. I'm going to do that. Uh, Manchester United at home. Uh, sorry, away to Bournemouth. Away form has been suspect. I got 2-1 United, but I was thinking of Bournemouth. Uh, what's the first one? Bournemouth. Yeah, I'm going to get up on my phone and I'm going to do it now. Go on, you don't want to forget, do you? No. <laughs> so, Bournemouth. 3-1 United. Okay. Uh, Liverpool Villa. Um, 2-0. No, no. 2-2. Yeah, I've gone 2 all as well. 2-2. Uh, Fulham at home to Palace. 1-1. Uh, uh, I got 2-1 Fulham. Gav says 4-1 Liverpool. Come on. Against Villa. I'm going to laugh. Villa will be winning 4-1. <laughs> West Ham at home to Leeds. Oh, sorry. I missed one out. Uh, Forest, Arsenal. one all I gone. Uh, I'm going to go 2-0 Forest. Oof. What a prediction that is. Arsenal going to finish. Arsenal forward. Arsenal in. done now, isn't they? Yeah. Absolutely done. West Ham, Leeds. West Ham. West Ham. Oh, no, no. Sunday. I got 2-1 mm. Leeds, I have. They're going to be, t- they're going to be tired, aren't they? Get home. But mind you, it's only Holland, aren't they? It's yeah, only Leeds like an hour flight. Like it's only like an hour. If it's only like, they get home tonight about, what, one o'clock. So you're not going to be a late, late night. It's only an half an hour flight. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's an half an hour flight. You get home for like about one o'clock. Mm, easy day tomorrow, Saturday. Ooh. I'm going to go draw. Okay. 2 2. Uh, I got 2-1 leads. And then finally, Manchester City versus Chelsea for Super Sunday. I've gone 4 1 to Chelsea, uh, to uh, Man City. Will they have a hangover from yesterday? 2 0 City. Chelsea have been a hangover. Hangover by fucking dismantling fucking teams. Celebrating. You're full of, you're full of confidence. I can't wait tonight's fucking game. Who uh, do I see? Six. Is Goose playing Chelsea? Someone's yeah, playing Chelsea. 3 0. 1 1. I was looking at the, the, the Premier League table um, and I was trying to work. Someone is playing Chelsea on the last day of the season and I was thinking oof we've got it? we've got Chelsea midweek yeah let me have a look so because I remember I just Chelsea. seen it we've got to play Chelsea yeah so it's Man, Man City Chelsea on Sunday and then United play Chelsea midweek don't they yeah and then on Saturday the last Saturday of the season or the last Sunday of the season Newcastle Play Chelsea yeah, yeah. At, at Chelsea. So if you think if you know if Liverpool keep winning and United win two games out of their three, that means that Newcastle could lose their top four spot on the last day of the season, losing to Chelsea, who've been utter dog shit all uh, season. I yeah, I don't. I don't think the, don't, that result today put them away from it. Uh, no, because they're only three points ahead of United. They were level on points. They're away from Liverpool. Um, They're four points ahead of Liverpool. Level on games. Yeah, I suppose. I think it's it's, uh, 
I I four think points, four points. They've got to lose two games. Like I look at the fixtures and I think that United and Newcastle will win. And uh, Newcastle, I think, have only got to win one, and United have to win two. But United have got Chelsea, Bournemouth, and Fulham. someone else. Fulham. Fulham. You'd expect United to beat Bournemouth. Bournemouth away, Chelsea and Fulham at home. I think Chelsea yeah. is the hardest, and I know that sounds weird because Chelsea have been so bad. And we haven't lost at home this year. But okay. they'll be Chelsea will be up for it against United. Um, my argument would be that they're so disorganised that ten, you we, think only have, some, we only have to lose one. Yeah, you think Ten Hag, the way he's meticulous versus Frank Lampard's. Yeah, if we if we beat Bournemouth, then it's done, isn't it? No, they got to win two. I think. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but we're not going to lose yeah. two at home. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what I can see. But yeah, I think um, on, Liverpool just got to win the game. Cardiff City, yeah, we're talking about the greatest. Oh, mate, I'm oh on mind. Cardiff City, let's finish on that. Fucking oh, absolute fuck shambles, mate. Oh, so uh, Cardiff City this week parted parted ways with their manager who kept them up, uh, Serbri Lamucci. No, no new decision on the new boss has been made, but he's been released. Um, I am. Um, I think it's absolutely disgusting, mate. I gotta say, he kept them up. He improved them. Uh, he did well with the players that he had, so I think it's real piss poor to let him go. Steve Morrison is current favourite for the job, which is remarkable considering he. Them sacking him out of the blue at the start of the season when we were going well is what caused all the problems this year. And he's going to come back. Well, maybe they've realised that. But yeah, yesterday, Sol Bamba was the favourite, who was Lamucci's assistant. And how can you bring in Sol Bamba, who's never had a, a, a managerial role? I mean, when you've got idiots running the asylum, not wanting to expect. It's absolutely ludicrous, mate. Honestly. And like I said a couple of weeks back, like they've just got to get it sorted now. Get a manager signed up and then get your summer business done early. I've got a video coming out in the next couple of days, um, five free transfers, which Cardiff City should look out, uh, look at to improve their squad next season. So have a look at that. But um, apart from anything else, mate, um, I think it's time for the for the owner to go, I've got to say. Backwards. Oh, always, always backwards steps, mate. I'm fed up of it. Yeah, no shit. Anyway. Capital, capital Wales, mate, and can't get a shit together. Deserve better. The fans deserve better as well. Right. Right. Let's go watch the rest of Sheffield Wednesday, Peterborough, yeah. mate. Um, as always, appreciate your time. UFC on Saturday. Go on. Josh McGregor forever. I haven't watched it yet. No, I'm going to. I might watch that. Well, you know, it's not what you expect, you, you know, because obviously it's showing his losses. Yeah, I suppose he didn't. Um, he hasn't been on the best run of it, like in terms of when they were filming it and stuff. Oh, but it's good. It's really good. He's always entertaining, isn't he? Let's yeah. Him versus I'm Michael Chandler. Be a good fight, mate. Yeah, so um, sweet. Yeah. Him versus Who's Michael Chandler, mate. Who's it this week? Uh, uh, no one good. It's, uh, Mackenzie Dern and Angela Hill. And oh, Edmund Shabassian and Anthony Hernandez. Although that'd be a good fight, Shabassian yeah. and Hernandez, but not a not a big one. But the week after that is Cara France versus Albezi, which is going to be good. But the week after that is UFC uh, two eight nine, 
featuring Oliveira and Darush and uh, a couple of other big fights. So, yeah, some big fights coming. I would have thought mm. Paddy, Paddy yeah, will be fighting I've soon got again. Some training today. We have boxing mm. training on Thursday. So we have, yeah. we, have, we have body sparring with the kids. Cool. Is your boy season over now? No. But finally, in the season, end of the month. There we go. We're done. We are. We got a tournament on Sunday, though. Yeah. We'll have tournament stuff like that. But yeah, I think you've got a game. You've got a game Saturday. And it's the final next week. There we go, mate. That reminds me, shit, I need to do my safeguarding. I've got yeah, about I've got, I've got to do it as well. I've got about 20 minutes left. Do it, quick. All right, boss. Yeah, nice one, mate. Always yeah, a pleasure. Bye. Take it easy, yeah, boy. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.